0: Welcome to the Business Developers Network, where today's leading business developers share and learn innovative business development concepts to generate greater value for their businesses. Hosted by Artie Ruderman, Principal of Innovative Growth Solutions broadcasting live from the Pro Business Channel Studios in Atlanta and worldwide across the PBC syndicated networks. This episode made possible in part by Innovative Growth Solutions. For more info, visit igscorp.net. And now, please welcome your host of the Business Developers Network, Artie Ruderman.
1: Hello, this is Artie Ruderman. I am your host of Business Developers Network, We have a very interesting show. I'm very excited about it. Uh, Our guest is Gabe Berry, who is the Vice President of Client Development for RGP of Atlanta. But before I introduce Gabe, I met Gabe recently at a networking event, and being uh, both business developers, we quickly got into the weeds of business development, and I just knew I wanted to have Gabe on as a a guest, and not just for him personally, but because of the company that he represents, which is also very innovative. As you know, the show itself is based on being a forum for leaders to share innovative concepts for business development. RGP certainly fits that mold. Uh, Gabe is a market leader for RGP's Atlanta office, where he's responsible for RGP's client management and service delivery. Uh, RGP is an alternative consulting firm specializing in advisory services and project execution. Provides strategic advice to project management, subject matter expertise to project support, and we're going to drill down on more of that and why that, how they do that in an innovative fashion. Uh, Gabe's uh, past experience was managing director of Randstad Engineering U.S. and has over 13 years of consulting with clients globally across multiple industries, such as manufacturing, energy, EPC, aerospace, and telecom. Gabe's expertise includes business development, recruiting, operations, project management, and he's managed teams for delivering interim project-based and various services for them. Gay earned a uh, bachelor degree and his um, executive MBA from J. Mack Robinson College of Business at Georgia State University. But before we get into RGP, tell us a little bit personally about yourself,
2: uh, a native of Georgia? Uh, so I am. I was And first off, thanks for having me, Artie. It's a pleasure to be on the show. And um, yes, I was born in Georgia. As a child, I moved away to, uh, to Brazil, grew up in Brazil, and came back for college, so Missed a lot of the high school stuff that, that you know normally would have in Georgia, but other than that, I've been here all my life. <laughs> well, good. Um, let's talk about RGP a little bit.
1: Um, RGP, the accomplishments in such a short time, I- I'm thoroughly impressed.
2: Uh, they uh, spun off from Dilettante Uh yeah. We, we so we spun off from Deloitte in Deloitte, the late 90s and uh we had actually acting as a separate division of deloitte an execution arm of theirs and ended up spinning out from them and going public in the late 90s in
1: that time, you're talking about roughly 2000 to now, you're talking about spinning off and
2: now the top line revenue is close to half a billion dollars. Oh, yes. We uh, we started uh, just a strategy first, growing domestically in the major markets, starting an office uh, here and there. And, and the concept just grew. Clients were liking what we were doing. And uh, grew pretty quickly. Let me give some facts to why I'm impressed. We're talking about
1: 73 offices worldwide in over 70 countries and over 3,000 professional associates. And the company offers 120 service offerings. Yes. which we'll, we'll drill down a little bit on that. RGP has over 1,900 clients. And um, this is fascinating. Over 90% of Fortune 50 and 75% of Fortune 500 companies are clients of RGP.
2: Oh Yes, absolutely.
1: That says something for sure. Uh, RGP's retention rate also speaks very highly of its services. 100% of RGP's top 50 clients have remained clients over four years.
2: So tell us a little brief history. We went into how they started a division of yes we were so we were a division of deloitte and uh we served as, as their execution arm so as you're familiar with traditional consulting um they have strong, all of the, the big four have very strong methodologies and a very strong and, and long track record. Some of them have uh, been in business over 100 years, right? So they typically, when it's time to execute whatever the strategy is that they've given a firm to follow, then clients usually have to look to another firm to come in and do the execution. And that's where we came in. 20 years ago saw a real need in the market where companies were needing that execution and we took off from there. So that was
1: an innovation at that given time in the call industry
2: It certainly was We were one of the first to do it and uh, if, you, if you've seen on our website we're very proud of you know at, at the time Peter Drucker who's you know not an unfamous person <laughs> <I respected. laughs> father of modern marketing right mm-hmm. he, uh, he, he saw our model and coined the phrase intellectual capital on demand.
1: That's interesting. So basically the innovation that you're focused on or RGP was focused on was the fact that we just don't provide the strategy. We implement.
2: Exactly. We implement. We come in and we roll up our sleeves with you and we help you get the job done. That's,
1: that's interesting. And uh, Let's go back to a little bit of uh, the history of RGP because from there in 2005 it began to be go international. Yes. And that's when it became Resource Global
2: Professionals. That's right? correct. We went through a pretty large marketing campaign. It was our first at the time. It was large to us, not large compared to to some of the competition, but it was kind of our first dabbling in, in trying to rebrand.
1: <laughs> and then in 2012, and let's talk about this. It it shortened Resource Global Professionals to RGP to an acronym, which seems to be popular. My that's company, correct. Innovative yeah. Growth Solutions, is RGS.
2: So. Oh, yeah. Uh, that seems to be pretty popular even today. Resources Global Professionals is, is a mouthful. <laughs> so I think yeah, after a while you just <laughs> get tired of saying it. I don't know if it happened out of true uh, ingenuity and innovation or just laziness, but either way, it worked it's worked out well for us. <laughs> now, it,
1: it seems to be popular. I mean we can go on and name several companies top of a head that have, also have acronyms. Um, RPG services are supported by consultants who are seasoned professionals. Yes. Um, And that makes the big difference, because you and I were talking before we went on air of what the secret sauce is for RGP and really what what spiraled that kind of growth that we're talking about, and that is relationships. Now, being a business developer, when I think of relationships, it's developing relationships who might become interested in the company and deepening those relationships, but what RGP does is it develops relationships in execution. Can you drill down on that a little bit?
2: Yeah, so one of the reasons that we've not had to market a lot is that our consultants are seasoned, they're tenured, and they have a proven track record. So the interesting thing is um, our our average consultant has about 18 plus years of experience. And lots of them come from traditional consulting. Over 60% of them come from Big Four. And our people, because we have a local uh, delivery model in our business, where most of our business lines don't require a lot of travel, we get people who've been in traditional consulting for five and six and seven years and got tired of the road. They start families, they want to be uh, at home and local, and so we have those people in the market. Well, they they come to RGP knowing that we will keep them local and with the work that they do you when you are working locally and with local companies your success tends to spread through word of mouth so we get more of our business just from word of mouth and from the good work our consultants do than we do from any advertising or, you know, even our sales campaigns internally.
1: But the innovation really was not just providing the strategy, understanding the the challenges the company had, finding the solutions for it, Mm -hmm. and then it was the implementation. So you really became part of of the companies, right? Yes, You almost became employees of of the company,
2: but on a fractional basis. Yes. In fact... uh, because we're not in there with uh, you know branded shirts or anything like that most of the time our clients unless they're they're the ones who it's the direct person who hired us to come in they think that the others are employees uh, you know during the execution process they don't know one way or the other so yes we try to uh, we we really want to mirror the, the the client environment that we go into we want to make sure that we we're doing things their way And while we have our own methodologies, where we really are successful is in coming in, understanding a client's environment and how things get done and then helping them get the job done.
1: The innovation that that RGP brought to the table, though, is that uh, integration of its employees. Right, of its its associates. I I, I kind of am going to make a joke when you think of the movie Office Space Mm -hmm. and everyone everyone remembers the external consultants coming in and working with me. But the the difference, and this goes back to the early 2000s, RGP saw the need for integration of associates. So they became loyal. That's the difference, I think, is when you're a fractional associate, you really can develop a long term uh, loyalty to a company yes. as opposed to. I'm here, I'm going to collect my check and as a matter of fact you have a uh, RGP has a very humorous video I recommend listeners look at RGP. They have one where uh, it's called the three ring binder oh right? yeah <laughs> and and basically the, uh, the consultants come in and they put the three ring binder down they collect their check and they're gone right oh, yes. and I love the way the uh, management's scratching their head yeah trying to figure out okay, what do we do with this there you yeah. go there you go so. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the industry itself, because mm-hmm. the RGP is not alone in what it's doing. Yeah. Uh, you have accounting firms that are now offering consultative services. You yes. have, you know, large companies. So, how how does RGP differentiate itself, or you know, it's got to stay fresh.
2: Oh yeah. So it, and it's interesting you ask that because what we're doing this this model was innovative 20 years ago when we started but now i mean it's a successful model and there are lots of other companies doing the exact same thing and and doing it well so we have competition that's also doing it well and what I see uh, is, you know, as our differentiator, really, are our people. We have a very strong and, and selective selection process for who we bring in, knowing that those are our brand ambassadors. They're the ones who are representing RGP. They're the face of RGP to the client, and whatever work they do at the client site is how the client is going to experience us and our brand, and 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 it's it's how they experience us, right? So. We know that uh, you know we we have to put the right people in and uh, that's really, I mean, our key differentiator. I'll say, as a part of my hiring process two years ago, I was able to meet several of the consultants, and I love LinkedIn, right? I was able to LinkedIn stalk uh, the RGP consultants and just see the pedigrees of, of, you know, who are the people who are working for RGP, who are out there representing us, and who, you know, as I land business and land clients and we start putting people in, who's gonna get this work done? And I have to say, I was extremely impressed, not only by their backgrounds, but when I came into the company, how well RGP treats those employees and all of the things that are that are done to make them feel, even though they're out in the field, away from the you know headquarters, if you will, um, all of the things that we do to make them feel valued and like they have support.
1: Well, speaking about support, uh, it's one thing to be dealing with a, a consultant and having someone come in on a fractional basis, but the strength of RGP really is the network of of expertise that the entire organization Absolutely. has you're talking over 3,000 employees so yes. if if a, a consultant or someone who's doing implementation comes to a challenge mm-hmm.
2: they don't have to figure it out on their own no they don't they have a really solid team behind them and uh, we make it really easy for them to get to the right person in whether it's one of our advisory leads or uh, you know a program manager other project managers who've done similar things we have a really good network and we make sure we connect people and that really is I mean really we're moving to a gig economy by you know all, all of the all of the reports even that you forward looking the next two years and five years we're seeing more and more of this you mentioned earlier the fractional services we're seeing more and more of you know clients wanting to buy in that way buy on demand for a short period of time not needing to build up their their staff so it, it, it has it's challenged us and knowing there's that kind of demand to build the infrastructure during that time that our clients are going to need. So if as an example, if they have a special project that's going to an implementation that's going to last about six months, well we have the consultant, the, the project managers and the execution people to get that done. But we also have had to build a support system around them, right? What happens when they run into a snag? What happens when you know things don't go according to plan, and we need to pivot? We need to do something else. Our clients expect us to have that support, those support mechanisms, and that expertise, and we do.
1: Well, I, I think, and, and I pulled this from your website for RGP. This is the way they actually do things. It's it's streamlined execution and efficient delivery. Yes. Of high priority for the goals yes. uh, to, of the, for the client's goals. So, in, in other words, um, once you actually see a, a, a challenge, mm-hmm. you can determine what the issue is, and within the company, have the right expertise oh, certainly. to find that kind of a solution.
2: Yes. So.
1: Let's talk about the, you know, the industry. You talked about, you know, innovation. You talked about um, we're in a building right now, Serendipity Labs, mm-hmm. which is all about office suites, right? Yeah,
2: beautiful space, by the way. Yeah, My is, goodness. This is
1: really <laughs> incredible. We're sitting in a, a Alliance 3, luckhead um, Atlanta. Very impressive. But the industry itself, for instance, has gone under innovation. The whole idea of office space, renting office space, applies to a long-term lease. And that industry really has changed on regulations, which brings me back to RGP's expertise because they understood and they can see what those uh, regulations would then spiral into. So talk about that a little bit.
2: So, you know, it's interesting in how we experience a lot the same concept of the space that you just mentioned and renting office space. We see a lot of and, and it's it's a keyword, it's a buzzword to to an extent that's just getting a lot of a lot of attention right now, but agile, right? Every company out there wants to become agile. It's not just talk. I mean, so many companies are doing it. they're looking at, okay, where are we spending unnecessary money and where can we save? What about our workforce? Where, where can we, you know, how lean can we run and how efficiently can we run? And leanness and efficiency is the name of the game in, uh, you know, most industries. So if you think about the need for consulting services, well, uh, so many clients are, they, their core operations, they've, they've kind of drilled down to their core operations. How can they run them in a lean way, in an effective way? And they have full utilization of their own internal employees, right? So when a new initiative comes up or there's a special project, something new that they want to do, well they don't have the people to do it, right? Because they're lean. They're they're running at their their optimal structure. So wanting to have that ability to look, I only want to pay for people to come in for the time that I need them, and then I'm done. It's the same concept as the office space, right? I only need office space two days a week. I don't need it five days a week or over the weekend. Why would I pay for it uh, long term and, and get into a five year and a 10 year lease for building space when I need an office two days a week? So it's, it's a very similar concept, but we're seeing lots of companies implementing the, you know, Continuous improvement, Six Sigma, trying to run as lean as they possibly can, and uh, it's, it's working. And I think that's innovation in and of itself, right? You have to, they're having to do that to stay competitive. They have to control their cost structures, and they have to maximize their efficiency as much as possible, and that's what they're doing with Office Space. It's also what they're doing with the use of firms like ours.
1: Well, part of the success of the Office Space uh uh, for rent, if you will, uh, has been new regulations, right? Yes. yes. Um, and that's the kind of thing that RGP knows uh, and helps companies. So, uh, for instance, um, uh, public companies. Um, do not have to report their a liability if they're taking a temporary office space.
2: Correct. Correct. There, well, so there are there are some new leasing standard, lease accounting standards that were rolled out, ASC eight forty two, and RGP is help. We're we're helping over a hundred companies right now currently get uh, get compliant with this standard. So for many companies, that what that looks like is an assessment of okay, their current all of their current leases. And then uh, we're actually implementing a software solution for the majority of those companies. It's just what it's required. There, there wasn't a lot of software in existence that would really uh, support all of the new standards and accounting for the new standards. So, public companies have to be compliant by the end of this year and. Uh, private companies will have to be compliant by the the end of next year, for the most part, with with some exceptions on how their fiscal years end.
1: Well, RGP t- takes a holistic approach for business development. Uh, I I always uh, have an expression that business development is any activity that generates value. I, I fully agree with you on that. And and you know, going back to the. Um, office space, you mentioned off the air that uh, public companies were taking advantage of the new regulation for not putting the liability of renting office space in these temporary
2: suites. Yes, right? it seems Samara was having that conversation with, with, uh, with reception. She was telling me it's a mix of companies in here, right? It's very interesting. But
1: what I didn't know when you shared off the air is that a new regulation is about to come in where private companies will be able to take advantage of that same.
2: Regulation. Yes, they'll they'll also be they'll be held to those same standards,
1: and that's the kind of expertise that RGP brings to the table. That's the point that I was making. Oh yes, and and when I talk about holistic changes, talk about some of them because the the breed really came from finance and accounting. Right? Yes, that's correct. So very strong in interpretation of. Uh, regulations and staying on top of the new tax laws. Mm-hmm. Um, and it goes deeper than that. But use that as an example,
2: and what else would you say that uh, RGP can excel at? so it's it's interesting we have so we do have so many service lines we are considered a a full-service consulting firm so yes there are a lot of areas in which we can help companies and and that's really grown through through osmosis and I've seen it even in our consultant base in Atlanta that we bring a strong project manager in to deliver one project for a company and they have uh, Actually, I'll use an example of the company I mentioned to you that I'm working in the, in the building across the street a couple days a week. So uh, one of our clients there, uh, they, there's a project manager that they've been using, uh, one of our project managers, for about five years. And they'll when he's finished with one project, they'll put him on another and then put them on another. And one was a data warehouse project, and then they'll move them to a finance project and then move them. So so it, it's interesting that when you have consultants with so many capabilities, I, I really think looking back over the last 20 years, a lot of the service lines that today are so much more structured, that's exactly how they started off, just by having really good people who uh, were, were Swiss army knives, if you will. They they had a lot of tools in their arsenal and could flex from supply chain to accounting and finance to IT. And uh, so a, a lot of it, I, I think, just has come about that way. But you mentioned the holistic approach, right? And that's where, when you have that variety of consultants, you get into a company and you help them with one thing. Well, we all, we all have, there's not a company out there that does not have Uh, A deficiency in one area and they have a lot of strengths in other areas right so there are there are clients of ours who we know look they do that really well and they're probably not ever going to need our help in this particular area but often we'll uncover something else that can be done and 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 other uh, perhaps other ways to save money or other ways to maximize their efficiency other things that we can do to help these companies succeed I, I uh,
1: owned a manufacturing facility for 20 years, had over 100 union workers. And uh, I, uh, I didn't really get an education for uh, an MBA. I got it through hard knocks. And <laughs> what uh, a typical uh, owner management company realizes is you meet your own Peter principle. You know, you might be good at developing business. You might be good at engineering. But it's sooner or later, uh, y- the company grows to the point where you need to have outside expertise. Yes, and and gosh, when I had my business, the concept of fractional services or consultative services that implemented was just not there. Mm -hmm. So uh, that that is very very strong. we mentioned the clientele being, you know, Fortune 500. But
2: do you work with uh, smaller companies or mid-sized companies? We do. We work with with small and uh, and mid-market companies, and it's interestingly enough, the needs tend to be the same, right? So even with a large, you know, Fortune 100 company, there will be places where they just don't have the manpower to do something or the expertise. Maybe they they're they're deploying a new piece of software that they've never used before. Um, it's the same thing with uh, with the small companies. It's it's not there, there's not a lot of difference in servicing the in servicing the two other than some capabilities and the size of the network that you plug into or the structure that you plug into. I, I would say it's
1: even uh, more important because this way you're really not strapped with a, an extra um, HR situation, you know, oh, with yeah. benefits and certainly and yeah. also um, you know at the end of it, it's always hard to say goodbye to an employee. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's true. It's it's not quite as hard to say goodbye to a consultant, I guess. <laughs> oh,
1: that that's pretty good. You know what? We talked about uh, the, the outfit next door. Uh, any success stories?
2: Oh, certainly. Yeah, love to love to share. Um, and that that's an interesting. Like I had mentioned, the, they're in manufacturing, and so they have had to and, and manufacturing with a manufacturing a commodity, and so. You know coming from manufacturing that the name of the game when you're selling a commodity, when you're manufacturing uh, a, a commodity is that you have to be as lean as possible, right? It's cost control because sure. you know the, the prices and what the market yields are fairly fixed. So if you want to increase your profitability, it, everything is about cost containment and efficiency. Really, they've been a client of ours for about 10 years, and we've helped on multiple projects that have, uh, the ROI has been tremendous. I mean, just a few examples. We uh, we implemented a data warehouse for them. So they, they did not have a central repository for their data, there were a lot of employees who, okay, I need information, but it's only held in this department or that department, so we created a data warehouse where they could uh, the employees could self-service. They can go run their own reports, extract their own data, and it gives them access to real-time information that they need to make business decisions. We also rolled out a transportation management system for them, so in all of the plants, they, they were shipping their, their materials out with people who were just picking up the phone and calling a carrier and having them come out and doing that. We actually uh, implemented a, a, a software solution that keeps real-time costs, prices, and routes on all of the carriers, and allows them to maximize uh, their their routing their the routing of their freight. And we save them. I believe that project is. Um, in two years, has has saved them over five million dollars in. Um, That's impressive. So
1: the uh, digital side of, of business, the software side, the ERP yes. side, uh, RGP, it could bring that to the table as well.
2: Absolutely. Uh, so many companies right now are going through digital transformations, yes. and we're we're helping stand up uh, a, lo- a lot of a lot of those transformations, and having a great time with it.
1: What are the fastest growing sectors of business today? Now I'm going to bring you away from your industry. You work with so many different industries, healthcare, manufacturing, logistics. So what's going on out there right now? What are the the trends and what are the challenges that businesses
2: are facing? So we are going through a digital revolution right now. And it's really interesting to see how much – companies are investing and, you know, you just read their, their financial reports and the 10 Ks and what they're doing, what they're investing in. Um, so many companies are investing in digital capabilities and even companies that you might not have thought about, like think about the restaurant industry right now and how many, uh, Chick-fil-A and Starbucks and all of the, all of these companies who are developing their own apps for you to order real time, Hey, order it on your way and we'll have it ready for you when you get here. Consumers are buying in different ways. They're having to respond uh, with digital capabilities to meet those demands. And those who are doing it well are are excelling. But every company, no matter what business they're in, they're having to get digital.
1: Yeah. yeah. And we had on uh, a guest a few uh, shows ago that was into digital voice. Not, not not the software, because there's a lot of interpretive software that takes human voice and, mm-hmm. and c- could uh, break it down. But the personality. And when I say personality, think Delta Airlines reservation compared to Southwest. So okay. every business really has a digital personality, mm-hmm. but yet it's a new frontier. Certainly. So that, that's innovation. Well, you know, you talked about uh, the Chick-fil-A's and, and, you know, uh, and I'm thinking globalization. And in mm-hmm. the time we have left, it a minute or two. Where is globalization taking us and how can RGP help companies expand internationally? Well,
2: the world continues to get smarter, right? Or smart smarter and smaller. We even see it internally in RGP. I mean, I can connect with one of my counterparts in Asia pretty much instantly. You know, we're we're seeing we're actually internally going through a transformation right now where uh, where we are you know we're trying to bring the company together on common processes and we're seeing that really across I mean in in every business right I mean the the ease of information the instant access companies are trying to trying to create scalable structures globally that work the same way some kind of continuity so that their clients can experience their brand the same way no matter where it is so Companies in Japan experience Nike, for instance, the same way that customers here in the U.S. do that. And they do that through building the internal processes and infrastructure. Um, I I, I don't think that you cannot – if you have operations globally, you have to uh, be working to tie them together in in some capacity.
1: In the minute we have left, is there anything that we did not mention that you would like to mention, whether it has to do with yourself, RGP, or just business in general?
2: Well I would say once again thank you for inviting me on the show it's been a pleasure talking to you and um, so what I would what I would leave you on uh, thanks for allowing me to plug RGP so much really I know we talked about it a good bit but the reason I'm passionate about RGP and what we do is just seeing the difference that we get to make in companies so I would encourage anyone who is uh, you know who's out there who has uh, is having some kind of a business challenge that they need help with. Feel free to to reach out to us. We would love to help you. We have really great people. That's the other thing RGP stands for, really great people. And how would they reach out to you? What contact information? So my email address is gabe.berry, that's B-E-R-R-Y, at rgp.com. Or you can uh, reach me on my mobile anytime at 770-310-0874. Or if you're in another market, just check out our website. It's rgp.com. And uh, we'll get someone in touch with you pretty quickly.
1: Well, Gabe, thank you very much. And yes, we did focus on RGP a a bit, but the reason I did that is because it really was so representative of innovation. In, in business development, again, as any described as any activity that generates value, it's a very innovative approach. Um, it started back in 2000, and it's, it's really become the new normal now. Everyone Certainly. uses o- Uber. Everyone uses uh, mobile apps, and oh, yes. fractional services are, have come. So, um, just fabulous. I mean, I can I can go on. I think you and I can go on another hour. Oh but yeah, we do need to bring it to an end. So, thank right. you very much. And this is Artie Ruderman, uh, host of Business Developers Network reminding you to keep developing your business.
0: On behalf of the Pro Business Channel Networks, we want to thank our guests, sponsors, and you, the audience, for joining us on the Business Developers Network. This episode made possible in part by Innovative Growth Solutions. For more info, visit igscorp.net. Today's broadcast can be heard on demand on your favorite internet channels, including iHeartRadio, iTunes, Google Play, and across the PBC syndicated networks. We invite you to share the show using the posted social media links and join Artie Ruderman and his guests on the next episode of the Business Developers Network.